Welcome back to Who Will Get Repetitive Strain Injury First. <laughs> Boy, I love the Iggy Pops. I, I love that song, but the Iggy Pops. Them Iggy Pops. <laughs> or as he's known to his kids, Iggy Pops. <laughs> <laughs> or as he would be known if he was a soda, Iggy Pop. Mm. Or as he'd be known if he was, st if he's, st you know, to his kids. But if he were of Russian heritage, Iggy Papa. If he were a sailor man, Iggy Papa. Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> uh, if he were uh, an ambient electronic musician known as Oval. <laughs> he'd be called Oval. <laughs> he'd be called Oval, but he'd maybe release... Uh, an album called Iggy Pop 2 Electric Boogaloo <laughs> Hello and welcome to A Free Bean Salad yeah. uh, This is a show where we talk about the many variations of Iggy Pop Iggy Pop uh, Jack, what, what did you think of Iggy Pop this week? Iggy Popped <laughs> Iggy really popped off Yeah And you? Iggy is the name of one of Bowser's Koopalings Dead right. Jeez. You're dead, yeah. It might be named after Iggy Pop for all I know. I know the Mario series is named. It's a, it's a, like, a, apparently a thing in Japan naming things after musical things. Like <laughs> Mega Man, famously, which is called Rockman in Japan. And you got villains there, like, well, and heroes actually come to make fit. Like, you got, uh, you got, you know, you got Rock, who's obviously your main character, and then his sister Roll, and then you've got mm -hmm. Bass and things like that. And uh, then in Mario, there's a in Super Mario World specifically, there's a character, a villain named Reznor, oh, who is course. very specifically <laughs> named after Trent Reznor. So it's possible Iggy's named after Iggy Pop for all I know. I think he first showed up in Mario World. Oh no, no, Mario Three would be where he first showed up. So yeah, that's that fits. Uh, the the amount of Nine Inch Nails adjacent video game references yeah. is uh, it's funky. Of course, <laughs> Quakes the famous one. Is that the one with the the gun? The nail gun. The nail gun and that has nine <laughs> fucking rounds in it. Yeah, and the ammo has the nin on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we watched Mamma Mia. Oh, Here God. we go again. Yeah, this week. Yeah. Did you hear about Joss Whedon? He's no. really been like properly cancelled over the last week. Like oh, he was prob he's been problematic for a long time. I'd argue since he began his career. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, and but like you know it was I think want to say like early twenty twenty that like people started coming out and being like hey he's kind of a nasty man on set. Uh, kind of uh, like Joss Whedon. Remind me now of his. I know the name. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh yes, 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 yes. Alien Resurrection. The Avengers. Yeah. Okay. I was. I was uh, like. I'm sure there's. Wrote a the Disney script for Toy Story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Uh, I have the right guy then. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, over this like past week, especially it's just it's been the discourse online that man people are just tearing him to shreds. And you know what I say? Long overdue. Uh, also, as one Twitter user so distinctly pointed out, Joss is a stupid name. Joss is a stupid be name. Be Josh or be Hoss, but yeah. you can't be both. Uh, Joss Stone, I'll make an exception for, because I think Joss Stone is maybe a cool... Let me, let me, fa let me fact check that Joss Stone is who, I, is who I think they are now. 
to send it my website it's it's gonna be it's gonna be big i just need you to do all the work for me <laughs> uh yeah no just stone uh is a, is a cool lady she, i believe she won the, the mass singer last year spoilers <laughs> i'm sorry yeah she was um she was sausage on uh, the mass singer last year who for quite some time people believed was Ed Gamble. For no other reason than the sausage costume looks a bit like him. <laughs> I, I can see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Joss Whedon. I have, I have no loyalty to Joss Whedon. No, I never have. I've always thought he was kind of, like, even before all the problematic stuff, I always thought he was kind of a, it seemed like kind of a pretentious dick at best and kind of a... <laughs> Like, you know, basically a lot of the interviews with him I've seen has been, like, you know, pre-release going on about, ah, oh, yeah, it's so good, and it's, it's you know, the thing I've done is, uh, fucking, it's, it's so good, it's so true to my original vision, and then the thing comes out, and if it's poorly received, it's, oh, no, they changed everything, this is not what I set out to do, <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, you can't have it both ways, you twat. And also he made The Avengers, and as, uh... Lloyd Kaufman so rightly pointed out because people gave that <laughs> film money they are now never making any pe any movies about normal people again yeah yeah Jesus you know I'd ugh. I'd be a a comic book fan I'd be a fan of an old an old superhero You'd story be a fan of quite a lot of Marvel superhero like we're both hey, big Spider-Man fans we're both big Spider-Man fans but man the Avengers can the, the whole MCU for the for the majority of it, like the Spider-Man films are about the only good films <laughs> that in in the whole series. Maybe hot take. Maybe, um, and I've not even seen them. I mean, you know, I will stand by it. Sam Raimi's uh, Spider-Man movies are beautiful hot messes <laughs> that I will defend to my to my death. Yeah, Spider-Man 1 is, hey, 9-11 just happened, let's make a stupid <laughs> fucking cheesy movie about America. Uh, Spider-Man 2, that's actually alright. Spider-Man 2 is pretty S good. Surprisingly, <laughs> like, uh, unironically quite good. With like a, like a, I, I, it's been quite some time since I've seen it, but um, a pretty, like, complex kind of villain, like a somewhat sympathetic villain uh, in Doc Ock, you know? Cool to, I mean, I've not seen it in quite some time, but I feel like he, uh, if if memory serves right, he is like quite a sympathetic character. It's like, oh god, this is this is some this is some good this is some real shit for a fucking superhero movie. Yeah, and uh, oh god, I remember renting the VHS of that film from the the shop that now no longer exists and is now where Phase is. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, this this would have been before your time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was mostly before mine. Uh, like it's it it closed when I was very young, and for the longest time that spot was just vacant. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, like yeah, it's only in the last few. Yeah, this is all. No one knows what we're talking about, but v vacant thing now no longer vacant. Used to, used to have the DVDs. <laughs> VHSs. This VHS is that long ago like, that we rented VHS tapes from the rack there. They, I'm sure they had a VHS of RV. Uh, <laughs> callbacks. <laughs> See, we could do continuity. Give us a billion dollars. We can be the new Avengers. <laughs> yeah, we can avenge Lloyd Kaufman. <laughs> Lloyd Kaufman doesn't need avenging. Lloyd Kaufman's just doing whatever Lloyd Kaufman wants to do. <laughs> Lloyd Kaufman can fight his own battles, but also... Actually, I think Toronto are releasing a bunch of NFTs, so maybe don't stand uh, them at the uh, moment a little. <laughs> fucking NFTs. I started watching a video earlier, and I haven't finished it yet, but... Uh, you, ever, you ever watch the YouTube channel Solar Sands? I can't say I have. Some, uh, I think, American dude... Uh, a uh, graduated art student of some sort, from what I gather, just kind of does videos on, like, uh, mostly kind of modern and, like, uh, online house art. And <laughs> their most recent video is just called Why Are NFTs So Fucking Ugly? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and uh, from what I've gathered, uh, the, the at least from the, the kind of half the videos I watched, a big part of it is that a lot of them are algorithmically generated oh, yeah. with very little kind of nuance to the you know it's very much like brute force kind of trying every <laughs> single possible permutation of those fucking ugly lions possible 
Which, yes, very little nuance. Um, it's, it's, a bit, it's recently I've been seeing, uh, there's this one series that basically all they do is just rip a YouTuber's, uh, profile icon and put it on, like, a collectible playing card NFT, uh, <laughs> except they're not getting the permission of the channels. And so I've been seeing it a lot because in my feed it is just channel after channel going, uh, hey, we we didn't con condone this. <laughs> this is, we didn't give permission for this, but also I can't be bothered to fight this, so if you guys want to just go and report this as fraud for me, that'd be nice. <laughs> um, we, you know what? We should start the first ethical NFT shop. And, uh... Let's do it. I, do, I think uh, by I, definition it's pretty unethical. No, 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 we're gonna do the first ethical NFT storefront. Um, I don't know, you're the ideas guy. Bolster, bolster. I saw someone the other day who... I, I'm, I hope to fuck this as a parody, but it very well could not be, who said they paid... Uh, a couple of million for an NFT of the book June, and they said, now that we have this uh, NFT, we're going to uh, set about making it as publicly available as possible and securing the rights for uh, movies and TV series. And I'm just like, no. I don't think you own the intellectual property rights. Oh, please be satire. Please be satire. Hey, you know, did you know the word satire comes from uh, satire plays, which uh, <laughs> has to do with Greek mythology? No way. I, I, this is my very first time ever hearing this. Really? Yeah, yeah, for real. Huh. Any other problematic men uh, this week that you want to talk about? God, I'm trying to think. Who's on the list? <laughs> I feel we like did watch the film this week, I <laughs> yeah, promise, we but did. we are not contractually obligated to talk about it. Well, like, we've mentioned it now. I think yeah, that's, 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 we've done all we need to. Jeez, uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I feel like this happens in particular with the, the Here We Go Again uh, episodes. Not so much with the, the, the plain old garden variety Mamma Mia ones. Yeah. But there's something about the Here We Go Again weeks where it's just like, Man, may maybe it's that um, I know. Here we go again. Kind of uh, shows up the 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 three dads for kind of being the scummy younger selves that they once were. Yeah, and shows the three older dads for all of maybe ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Our boy fucking Colin is absent for too much of this film. It they must did, be said. They did him dirty. He had so much fun doing the first film. He's said that. And I'm sure he had so much fun doing the second one. Oh, I'm sure, but I just think he, he deserved more, considering how much he defended that film in the public eye. That's a like, good thing. He's going to be in my third movie that I've written. <laughs> Do you think he'll like the script? I, it's not a script yet. I hesitate to call it so much as a treatment. I know, but when the script is written, do you think he'll like it? Oh, I'm sure he'll adore it. Yeah, I think he, he'll be pretty impressed. Uh, Skarsgård, I think, will... Um, he'll, he'll, he'll come round to it. At first, he'll be like, you want me to what? And then he'll be like, well, hey, you know, as, as he has said in the past, if they can make people fly in movies, they can make me impotent. <laughs> He's not impotent, he's infertile. Oh, yeah. He's shooting blanks. That's why he doesn't have any children. Oh, poor, Idiot. Poor Bill. He's, ca he's totally capable of having sex, as we well know. <laughs> Unless he faked it every time. Faked sex? Faked sex. That, I mean, it's uh, fair play to him if he did. That's about as impressive as cheating the breathalyzer. <laughs> uh, but, uh, oh, yeah. Hector, what will Hector think? Oh, Hector's gonna love it. <laughs> I am also an animal. <laughs> he'll take. He'll be. I have. I have a feeling there'll be scheduling conflicts, and he'll um, he'll be in the middle. Because obviously, in in his day job, he is like a a, a rather well known singer in mainland Europe and in Greece and mm. uh, the the general area. Uh, he'll probably be in the middle of a, his biggest tour yet, and then the the script will fucking. I don't know, uh, come through his uh, his trailer door, and he'll be like, what, what on earth is this? And his agent will be like, you got, you got to read it, you got to read it, and he'll cancel the rest of his tour simply to get started on filming pronto. 
is just great, that good. His, his greatest role yet. Trampled. <laughs> Getting trampled by a... To <laughs> save the fair. To save the fair. Oh, my God. Oh. And he does it. He saves he the fair. He doesn't save the fair. He's going to save the fair in the third movie, which is uh, going to be written by... <laughs> Me. By you. Um, and, uh, I don't know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do some work, I'm sure. I'll, um... I can, uh, let's see, let's see, what jo- jo- a job that I could do, a job that I could do could be, I could be hair and makeup. You could. I've got plenty of experience, um, in other things, but I could be hair and makeup. Nice. It's a problematic man. I'm, how am I struggling? I feel like I... I've, we've I've, exhausted them. <laughs> oh, we'll never exhaust them. But I think it's just like, uh, in the I've been so exasperated with the shitty things that people do be up to that I thought maybe subconsciously I've been like avoiding sources of of bad <laughs> for for my own sake. But I don't know. Let's see. Any. <laughs> Any men on my phone? He's just scrolling Instagrams. <laughs> here, here, here's something that is somewhat relevant. Praying for the people in England. What happened there? They live there. It's true. They, they do. They do be living there. God knows why. Tell me now about you. What else do you watch this week? You, you've been watching... Oh, uh, yeah, shit. Sure. I've decent, been... Decent things. Lots of things. Uh, not all decent. Uh, huh. Some some bad. Some only air. But so, some decent. Some decent. What was, your, what was your most decent flick of the wick? My decent flick of the wick? I, uh... I watched a film yesterday called Pleasure. Okay. Which is a 2021 film uh, directed by... A woman directed by a lady and starring a lady in her first film role. I think it might also be the director's first work. Uh, it uh, it's 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 about a woman, what comes from Sweden, uh, who <clears throat> moves to uh, moves to California uh, to get her start in the por- champagne. Oh no, porn, porn, in porn. the pornography industry. Uh, also written by a woman, writer director. Same person, uh, so uh, land. uh, yep, and it's uh, I thought it was very good. It was teetering on a nine for most of my viewing, but I think, I I, I think maybe if it's a bit, a bit too long winded, uh, maybe maybe it'll go up on a rewatch. But I settled at an eight, and it's basically just this woman tries. It was like twenty years old, tries to get her start in the porn industry, and it's. Uh, from what I can tell, a fairly like accurate representation of some of the hardships that befall people in the industry. Like, basically, if you want to get anywhere, you need to do the most extreme stuff possible, no matter yeah. how much you might not like it. <clears throat> and you know the the issue of like you can re- revoke consent for a scene at any mm. point in filming, but you do that, you're not getting paid. Uh, and yeah. also, words gonna get around about how oh you're the one that chickens out when when you're filming a rough scene that you don't like because it fucking triggers you for legitimate reasons, uh, and there's well, a- I, you know and uh, an equally valid reason for for cutting a scene is just and uh, you know not liking it yeah it can be uh, whatever you know consent doesn't require that uh, rev- revocation of consent does not require um, further fucking elaboration yeah. Uh, and there's a great scene early on where she's talking to a, a black porn star, and he just goes, "You know, all uh, you know that sheet you ticked off all the things that you're willing to do. You know, the uh, solo boy, girl, girl, girl stuff like that. After everything, after double penetration, after double anal penetration, at the very bottom, last thing there, interracial. That's the most extreme thing you can do in porn," she just says. That sounds like it's a little racist. And he goes, it sounds racist because it is racist. <laughs> and uh, I just, as someone who's, you know, I brought it up on the podcast quite a lot before. Someone who's interested in the world of pornography and the behind the scenes work and sort of everything. I thought it was a really interesting film that kind of calls out the industry for the abuses that still go on in it and how kind of toxic it still is. 
while also not passing judgment really on any performers mm. or anything like that. Like, you know, the the main character is throughout the whole film portrayed pretty much entirely sympathetically. And, like, you know, there's never any shame brought on her for wanting to be in the pornography industry. Yeah. And, you know, like any story like this, you know, it shows some of the highs, you know, some of the parties and stuff like that, and some of the good shoots, and uh, as well as the very, very bad, and how that kind of slowly eats away at you. Mm. Uh, I'd almost like to see a sequel in maybe ten years' time, because, man, there's a lot to be said about sex workers who after they who like get into sex work at a very young age and then uh, if they try to move on to another career how just a horrible society makes it for them like mm. you know all those teachers in the world that you know legitimately get a job teaching you know and then uh, get fired just because they did porn in the past and like what the fuck does that have to do with their performance on the job mm. fucking oh, nothing I, c I can even provide real life uh, first-hand experience, well, not, not first-hand, as in nothing happened to <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> nothing happened to me, but it was something that I've uh, seen happen in front of my very eyes in regards to, I guess, like, stigmatizing porn performers, adult performers, whatever you term you want to use. Uh, but mm, in, I'm going to say, fifth year of school, my, uh, okay, so... A little background, went to an all-boys Catholic school, in case anyone listening doesn't know that. Oh, that's why you're gay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> strange places, all-boys uh, Catholic schools. But um, basically, we were studying uh, King Lear, for, or at least some of us were studying King Lear for uh, English for our leaving certificate. And uh, a trip to... Uh, the Helix Theatre was uh, arranged. It's the, the not not the not, not the famous Helix, but the Helix in DCU in North Dublin. Um, and we went to see a performance of King Lear, and for whatever reason, uh, none of us were allowed uh, programs for the play. Uh, for, and we were like, whatever. Was, yeah, I was like, interesting. Whatever, you know. And it was us, and there was like. People who were just there to say in their own free will, mainly elderly people and stuff. People that go and see Shakespeare, and then, and then a lot of other students from other fucking secular schools or whatever, what what have you. And uh, uh, in King Lear, there's uh, look, King Lear is a character, and he has three daughters. One of those daughters is called Cordelia, and uh, basically during the interval. Someone in my year uh, managed to get hold of a copy of the program, which we were not allowed to have for reasons unbeknownst to us before. Uh, lo and behold, the lady performing as Cordelia was a former adult actress, adult performer. And this was mentioned in the program. Uh. And of course, fucking as... Uh, oh, here we go. Here come the toxic men. Uh, here come the horrible men. Young boys that feel like they're entitled to be horrible to women will do. Young boys. Young, <laughs> young boys, unfortunately, a lot of the time. We live in hell. We live in hell. Um, you know, things were shouted at this fucking poor woman who's just trying to do her fucking job on stage and uh, the performance was paused so to speak for a moment and uh, people asked to leave and such that's very upsetting very upsetting fucking horrible uh, but that's uh, you know it's amazing considering how much value there genuinely is in the sex industry how little the, uh, the sex industry is valued yeah Oh, it's, it's ridiculous, and especially in a country like this where um, the Catholic Church, and by extension Catholic morals, have a real vice-like grip on huge parts of the country, and, you know, the Catholic Church isn't necessarily uh, fucking rosy with the porn industry, you know, they're not exactly their biggest fans, despite being 
one of, if not the most evil organization on the planet. Ooh, throwing out all the hot takes today. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> the Catholic Church kind of kind of stinky, you know, as raised Catholic and, like, fucking... And you're stinky. And I'm stinky, so, you know, go figure. The evidence is there. Uh, fucking, yeah, it's amazing how, like, fucking certain banks and things like PayPal, like, will limit money that could be sent to like, pornographic sites and stuff. Like, oh, yeah, like, fucking banking is a, an okay industry. <laughs> like, that's moral, but having sex on camera is... <laughs> yeah, oh, no, no, like, ba banking is uh, totally um, morally upstanding, and for further evidence of that, you could just look to the city of Frankfurt, which is the banking capital of Europe. It's also the cocaine capital of Europe. Uh, purely coincidental. Purely coincidental. Co correlation doesn't equal causation, no. Jack. And, you know, I'm not one to stigmatize uh, drug users, but cocaine no. is an incredibly unethical drug. As, like, you know, if, um, you know, like I say, I think um, tiring uh, people that use narcotics with a, 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 the one brush is unfair. But yeah. cocaine consumption, especially outside of Southern America, the fur the further away from Southern America you get, the less ethical that drug becomes. But even at um at ground zero, uh, you know where the stuff is produced, it's still incredibly unethical and like a lot of a lot of bad stuff happens to have that drug created and spread and. But you know it'd be oh, worse if it was legal, probably. <laughs> oh, oh, probably yeah. Yeah, because then people could like buy it from legitimate sources. Yeah. Oh, it's it's not like if it was legal, the government could do exactly what they'd want to do with drugs, which is control it. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, it's, you know, it's not, it's not like, the, it's not like the, the solution to their problem is fucking, is staring them in the face. It's not like the whole war on drugs, which is an attempt to control drug supplies. It was and, actually just a an attempt to control black and poor people. Oh, it totally was. <laughs> but, and it's like, you know, you look at it, it's, yeah, you know, the whole, but the whole message of, like, the war on drugs is like, oh, well, we need to control these, like, controlled substances, what they're called. You're not fucking controlling them. Legalize them, then you can control them. I'd fucking prefer it that way. Jesus but no, Christ. you don't understand. If they're legal, then people will do them. And, of course, <laughs> when they're illegal, nobody does them. <laughs> nobody does them when they're illegal. It's so true. It's so true. It's, uh, I don't, I've, like, drug, drug use does not exist because it's illegal. Exactly. In the same way that murder doesn't exist, because murder is illegal. It's... Well, I don't know, you saw that, you know, the outcome to that one trial in America, what was it, uh, George Floyd, that's it. Uh, they said murder was illegal, actually. Oh. Uh, that time. At that time it was. That time it was, okay. Well. The other times it wasn't, because they didn't cause as much of a media circus. Yeah. But, uh, people, but people talked about George Floyd, so we have to make sure that that one's murder. We live in fear. I was gonna say we live, we live, we live in a funny, funny world. Not funny, not not like funny, funny. But remember, like, remember what the Stand Your Ground law says. It's okay to murder black people. <laughs> That's what the law says. That's what the Stand Your Ground law is, as far as I'm concerned. It is a yeah. blanket excuse for murdering black people. I have never seen the Stand Your Ground law exercised in any other context. Maybe that's just my echo chamber, but to me it seems an awful lot like it's just a free ticket to murder black people. Yeah. Um, like I say, when I say it's a funny, funny world, I don't mean funny, funny. I mean, like, help me, I feel funny. <laughs> it's still funny, but not ha-ha funny. <laughs> oh, what else has happened this week? We've had, like, we watched the movie... Uh, I watched Cowboy Bebop. That was really good. Oh yeah, tell me about Cowboy Bebop. It I don't was, know it's it it. it good. Well, here's how I'd it, it describe it. You know how like Desperate Housewives is at once a send up of like stupid cheesy soap operas while also being a really genuinely quite good stupid cheesy soap opera. Yes. Uh, Cowboy Bebop is like a send up of cowboy samurai noir films. Okay. While also being a genuinely really good cowboy samurai noir film. <laughs> okay, that sounds. Exquisite. That <laughs> sounds really, really lovely. It's the future. Bounty hunters are a thing. You got this dude Spike and his best friend Jet, and they're just on a spaceship going around hunting <laughs> bounties and very rarely actually catching them alive. Nice. Uh, uh, and 
Yep, they they both got mysterious pasts, and they stand around <laughs> smoking cigarettes and not caring about the fact that they're about to die or whatever because their past is just so mysterious. <laughs> and then a few episodes later, they pick up a friend called Faye Valentine, who's a mysterious lady with a mysterious past, <laughs> uh, who stands around smoking cigarettes mysteriously and chastising the men for being stupid, angsty men while she smokes her cigarette mysteriously. And then a couple episodes later they pick up Radical Edward who is my favourite uh, because they're just a hyperactive 13 year old girl uh, who yeah is just a hyperactive like super genius hacker who is also just like the most immature thing in the world and they're perfect and just the show should have just been all Ed nice um what was it? oh something you s- no I can't remember now but that sounds really terrific it and is and I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix I'm so. pretty I'm pretty sure you're right I must get on I that have no idea if it's subbed or dubbed I I watched half of it subtitled and then because my uh, fucking pay, not my interest but my uh, awakeness was getting weary uh, <laughs> I I switched to the dub and you know what I'm usually quite down on dubs but like that uh, the English dub of Bebop has a pretty solid reputation for being right. pretty good and you know what I kind of got to agree so sweet that's good to hear I I I uh, I support good dubbing good yes. good dubbing is a is a good a good good a good 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 bad dubbing makes me so fucking angry oh god yeah Fucking my Blu-ray of Shin Godzilla has both the subtitled and dubbed version. I watched the dubbed version once just to see what it was like, and oh my god, it was some of the worst dubbing I'd ever seen. <laughs> like I can take bad dubbing to an extent on like a cheesy monster movie. Yeah. I mean, as much as that is like the furthest thing from a cheesy monster movie, but still, it was just too bad. Like, you know, if I'm watching Godzilla Final Wars, I watch that dubbed every time because I don't give a damn how bad it is. Yeah. That's good. It's just, again, it just again, adds to everything. Yeah, again, it's so, it's so schlocky and fucking silly. And yeah. the best movie ever. And, and, yeah, and genuinely fantastic. It, the, the, fantastic in all the most horrible ways. Yeah, a bad dub can really elevate that experience. And if, if you watch it in Japanese, there's always the chance that you'll get it with the Japanese actor dubbing over Captain Gordon, who was speaking English live on set. He's an American actor <laughs> slash wrestler. Yeah. And you know what? I want Captain Gordon in all his English language glory. Just uh, everything I aspire to be. And a genuinely banging soundtrack. Oh, for sure. Um, I have heard this is a complete, uh, completely different topic of conversation. That's never happened on this episode or show. <laughs> uh, this week alone, I have heard uh, the song <laughs> uh, Big Balls by ACDC <laughs> far more times than I've heard in one week in uh, quite a long time. Notice how he doesn't say far too many times because there isn't. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's fine. It's, it's a great it's, song. It's a great song. Um, the f- uh, look, I think what happened. It's about ballroom dancing before you get any funny ideas <laughs> and nothing else. There are no no subtext. No. Um, I think what happened was um, during the week, I had to be collected by your mother and. As we came in the door, you were looking after my your, cousin, your younger cousin, who's a ve- who is a small baby, and uh, this small baby happens to like uh, rock and roll music, Metallica. heavy metal music, and uh, you were playing the song "Big Balls" yep. by ACDC. It's a good, and, it's good, got a good beat. And I came in and, and I was like, okay, I th- I, I was like, I'm pretty sure this is ACDC. I've heard this somewhere recently. I can't think where I've heard this recently. And I asked you, I was like, who's, I was like, who sings the song? You're like, Bon Scott. I was like, Bon Scott with ACDC. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious song. Anyways, and I was... At the not r- sure why. It's a very serious song about boring <laughs> Sorry, his voice is so distinguished. Um, but I uh, have been racking my brain ever since trying to figure out, I was like, where did I hear that recently? Where the fuck did I hear that recently? Went to bed last night. Oh, you're listening to my sex mix again. <laughs> <laughs> listening to uh, Ed Gamble and uh, Matthew Crosby's uh, fucking Radio X 
the show, uh, you are listening to my sex mix. And, <laughs> and for whatever reason, just in the outro of the show, Ed Gamble starts talking about ACDC, and uh, uh, the point was made that all ACDC's music so, so, kind of sounds the same, but Ed made yeah. the point, he's like, well, he's like, Big Balls is very different to the rest of stuff I'd argue. And neither, is right on. <laughs> neither um, their producer Vin or Matthew Crosby had heard the song Big Balls, and so they and so they played the song Big Balls on air. And yeah. I, at which point I realized, oh my god, I slept through this fucking episode the other night, and I heard the song in my sleep. <laughs> I vaguely remember half, like wait, wait, half waking up and just hearing fucking Bon Scott yelling about Big Balls, um, and. Uh, they did make the, the a good point about whilst the song is for all intents and purposes about ballroom dancing. Yes, that uh, and I'm gonna call it a ruse. That whole ruse <laughs> works as works up as far as the chorus. At which point they say, "We've got big balls. She's got big balls." As opposed to like yeah, he's the, got big balls or, and she's got yeah, big balls. As opposed to like he has big balls, as in like throws them. Like if they just changed that one verb, it would work much better. But no, so- no, they own the balls. <laughs> It's just like switching between the verses and the chorus. It's like, it's a song about ballroom dancing. It's a song about testicles. It's a song about ballroom dancing. It's about testicles. And it literally, like, if you just, I don't know, just look at the syntax of what they're actually saying. It's so disorienting. I can't believe that ACDC said trans <laughs> trans rights. Yeah. Trans women are women. Yeah. You know, like, women can have balls. ACDC said it. They did say that. That's that's what the song, the song's actually about trans rights. Plain as day. That's what Bon Scott said. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, my big balls story. <laughs> How it's, it just seems to have infiltrated my life uh, this week <laughs> for whatever reason. Yep. Uh, fuck it. Uh, do you watch any good films this week? I just didn't watch much this week. I watched uh, a 20 minute short film uh, last night called uh, Nine Inch Nails Presents Broken. Ah, you've been telling me about that. Yes. Was uh, it good? It was pretty good. I mean, it's, ba- it's basically. Um, Four music videos of, of Nine Inch Nails is from their EP, Broken, uh, kind of sewn together through this, uh, like, fake snuff film, I guess. It's basically this guy recording himself torturing another dude and eventually killing him. But all the while he's torturing him, he's got, like, Nine Inch Nails' music videos just playing on, like, a... a VHS, I guess, just in the in the room with them, and so it kind it you'll kind of get snippets of snuff, and then it's like a full Nine Inch Nails music video, more snuff, Nine Inch Nails music video, and it works. Yeah, it was never given an official release because um, after it was made, I think Trent Reznor himself was like, "This is a little too dark," uh, so I'm just gonna like privately distribute like twenty or so copies of this amongst my friends. One of those friends being um, the bass player of the Butthole Surfers. Oh, nice. Who then leaked it in the late 90s. And Trent Reznor knew this because uh, he had purposely put in, like, uh, visual dropouts on each VHS that he copied. Hmm. And taken note of them. It was like, okay, well, if the one that surfaces has this dropout, you did it, basically. Interesting. Uh, but then was eventually leaked by Trent Reznor himself in like the fucking early two thousands, I think. Uh, it's like it's not. I mean, it's a, yeah. There's a few kind of like violent bits. They're definitely a bit like, Ugh. and uh, some of the music videos definitely have a few bits that are a bit like, Ugh. like the first uh, music video we see is only about can't be more than a minute long, and the song that it's uh, paired with is a song called Pinion. Which is basically just like an introductory track to the to the EP. It's kind of like an instrumental of very industrial weird stuff, and uh, it's just like you know you see four urinals. The camera just shows four urinals, and uh, kind of goes up to the urinal. It's like oh the water in there is all black. Weird. Urinal flushes. 
water starts swirling. Oh, it's black because the urinal's full of hair. Uh, camera goes inside the pipe of the urinal, and we see all lots and lots of pipes and uh, underground, just lots of weird kind of pipey mazes and like pressure gauges and shit going fucking wild. And uh, all the pipes eventually join into one pipe. We follow that one pipe down. Uh, someone completely sealed up in a gimp suit and that pipe attached to their mouth and them just kind of shaking. So it's it's pretty much 20 minutes of that kind of shit. And uh, it's That's very... It's pretty wild. It's quite good. <laughs> Especially if you're if you're into their music. It's like, it's quite good. It sounds like something I'll be watching at some point. Yeah, you can find it online. Archive.org, maybe. Uh, Archive.org, donate to them at least once a month, I do. <laughs> them's goodens. There you go, they've, they've got it. Mad lads. Uh, God, I don't know what else to to be talking about now. Uh, we could move on to the mailbag. We could move on to the mailbag. Yeah. Okay, go on to the mailbag. <laughs> Incidentally, I think that we should have a special jingle for every time you, you start talking about anecdotes from your childhood. <laughs> because that happens at least once an episode. Oh dear, what it's was it? It's time for Jack's anecdotes. <laughs> what was it this week? Oh, was it the King the, Lear? The King Lear, yeah, I guess yeah. I was a, ch- a child. <laughs> so, our first question it comes from Frickin' Alien Alfie, Yay. who asks. If you got bitten by a mummy, would you turn into a zombie? <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a Scooby-Doo reference, but that's an interesting question. <laughs> Let's dive into that. Uh, so firstly, hmm, I suppose, yeah, they're, they're, if, if anything of a mummy survived, I was going to say, wouldn't they just be like dust? But if anything survived, it would probably be the teeth. So like The thing is, yeah. though, with, with, with mummies and like from pictures of mummies that I've seen, uh, particularly through uh, Caitlin Doty, uh, Ask a Mortician on YouTube. She's fantastic. Would highly recommend. She talks a lot about mummification and like how it works and all that, all that kind of shit and like different forms of mummification. What tends to happen across the board of mummification is the 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 mouth cavity tends to cave in, and so the teeth do fall. Oh. Uh, you know, they they you you might have one or two stragglers, so that w- I suppose. So it would just be gumming you, basically. Gum, gumming you with maybe a single tooth that could possibly penetrate. Um, you know, they definitely do hold in a lot longer than other parts of the body, but the, you know, whether or not they stay in the mouth is a completely different question. Mm. Um, but they. they, they Alfie hasn't uh, hasn't specified how long they've been mummified for, so mm. it could be that they were mummified yesterday. And we're also ass- assuming that this is this is where he, he, Alfie's not just talking about a mother. That's tr- so somebody's somebody's <laughs> mummy. Yeah, somebody's ma just giving you a nip. I suppose if they if that mother was a zombie, then uh, I suppose by uh, traditional logic would dictate that yeah that that'd do it. Uh, unless it's like a Return of the Living Dead style situation, in which case the bite doesn't seem to necessarily do anything. It's the, it's just kind of exposure to. Yeah. Uh, it's I, complicated, but do, uh, good movie. Watch Return of the Living Dead. Mm. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say in those specific circumstances, circumstances, pardon me, then yes, if somebody's mother, who <laughs> happened to be a zombie, were to bite you. You would indeed become a zombie. I'm willing to go with that. Our next question comes from frickin' Alien Alfie, who asks, Would you join the Wild Brood? <laughs> what the fuck is the Wild Brood? What's the Wild Brood? Well, go on. I don't, I don't know. Yes or no? Um, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Can I... Can I do some research before I ask? What the fuck is that? I, I, I feel like we've been asked. We should answer. The Wild Brood... A rowdy orc biker gang has decided to roll through Crystal Cove, and no one is very happy about it, especially Fred, who freaks out when Daphne gets a crush on their leader, Odnarv, <laughs> while he and Daphne are out on their first date. Now, I'm just going to say, those are arm patches. What do they make you think of immediately? I am not joining the Wild Brood. Yeah. Sorry, Alfie. Uh, we've said it before on this show, and we'll say it again, but uh, Nazi punks, fuck off. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And our final question comes from... Mm, check, please. 
who ask, <laughs> is, this, is this a first time? It might be, uh, but they ask, have you guys ever shared a bean salad? No. No. <laughs> um, no. No. Sorry. Sorry. We've, I've, I've, I've asked multiple times, but apparently putting jelly beans, baked beans, and butter beans together is a massive waste, so I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, d don't blame me. I've tried. Uh, I will tell you this, though. Um, if anyone out there is in this very particular niche set of circumstances in which you're working in any of the stores in Stevens Green Shopping Center, uh, Dunn Stores in the basement, uh, they've got a salad bar, and it's a bit of a swizz unless you play them at their own game. Uh, go for the Mexican three bean salad. Uh, and never look back. Which comes with rice. Get the biggest fucking tub at the salad bar, because obviously it's the best value for money. And look, they don't say how, how much you're allowed to put in there. S fucking stack it up, and since uh, of the rice and beans, they, you can kind of mush them. You can get at least like three of those tubs in the one tub. I did it every single day when I worked in the buck shop upstairs. Just do it. Trust me on this one, please. It's only a fiver and you get so much food. Yeah, and how is your fucking insides looking these days? Much better since I cut out gluten and dairy. <laughs> Our first patron is Andy Kinsella. Andy Kinsella. Our second patron is Mrs. H. Switch the order up this week, see? Yeah, uh, if you want your name right out in this section, go to pitch.com forward slash free bean salad pod. That is the word free and donate one US dollar or more per month. You donate less, you get nothing because one dollar is the minimum. <laughs> if you donate more, you get other surprises. They're listed on the site. You can go check for yourself. I should probably memorize some of them, but unfortunately, I'm a big fuckhead. I know that if you donate five dollars or more per month, you, uh, you get access to our exclusive Discord, where you can you can come and say hi. Uh, you can also just like message us on Instagram. Like we we don't have enough friends that we wouldn't get back to you uh, pretty immediately. <laughs> we don't have enough friends. <laughs> Sorry, this really made me laugh. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Patreon.com for this freebie love pod. So we got the two and we got the harp. So we say harp is mama wheel and two is mama reel. Two mama reel, harp mama wheel. Let's not harp on about it. <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> That's a mama wheel! <laughs> We did it! We it's, did it! It's a mama wheel. Mama wheel. So, uh... Onto our wield of names, which now has a new addition. Yes. Ooh. Uh, I've added Buster Keaton's short film, The Goat. Let's go! Wee! What's it gonna land on? Oh boy, oh boy. Oh, oh no, 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 oh dear. What is that? <laughs> Oh no no what no, is no, that? no no! I don't know how to pronounce it. What is that? <laughs> you you sent it to me. Did I? Uh, a long time ago. What is that? So it's on YouTube. Uh, it's. What is what is what is this? Uh, it does. As far as I'm aware, it doesn't have any subtitles, and it is, I believe, in Greek. Yeah. So we're going to be doing another one of these. <laughs> um. Oh, Jesus, the runtime. That's longer than I expected. Yeah, this is a Greeks. Oh, I do remember sending you this. I am so sorry. This is a, a, a Greek stage adaptation of Mamma Mia. That's what it appears to be. <clears throat> um, and it, it. But I don't believe any of the songs are ABBA songs. Well, we'll fucking find out. Jesus Christ, I had forgot. Oh, fuck so, uh, me. Yeah, uh, this is what we're going to be doing. I, like I say, I'm not sure how to pronounce the name. So, uh. Speak Greek, but. Yeah, you could try so, to pop, pop it into the old uh, Google Translate. Uh, sure. Fella, let's see what happens to. Boy, oh boy. When it, uh. When it speaks it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, uh. If I put in just the Greek part of the title, it comes out to English as There is no, but if I put in the full title, it comes up as Mamma Mia does not exist. 
Alright, I'm excited. This might be good. Well, now we've got a, an English title to work on, but uh, let's hear the Greek uh, speak. Jenny Parchi is the. So, so I think, yeah. Jenny Parchi. Jenny Parchi. Jenny Parchi. Jenny Parchi. So it's Mamma Mia, Mia Jenny Parchi. Which is. Mamma Mia does not exist. exist. That's, uh, that's what we're doing oh. next week, so go watch it if you don't oh. want spoilers. Oh god, it's on YouTube. It is on YouTube. It's just under two hours long. Uh, like I say, it doesn't seem to have any English. I'll, I'll hunt high and low before it comes time to watch it, but I, I'm sure I've checked before and yeah. I'm not sure there are any. So it's it's going to be a first for us here on a free bean salad, looking at a foreign language film without subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> not done that yet. No, definitely not. Uh, we've looked at foreign language films without English subtitles before. Yeah, most certainly. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake. I, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm excited. Why? <laughs> uh, because if I'm not excited, then I'm going to be upset, and fuck that. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Anchors away. Away, away. See you, space cowboy. <laughs> When you really think about it, these films are about strong female family members. Which makes the fact that Sophie gives birth to a boy at the end of the second film just sting quite a bit. It's her giving in to the patriarchy. And it's it's and being with scummy Sky. And you know what? I don't like it. She should have given birth to a girl. Have a lovely evening, everyone.